Uriah Hall closed the show with one shot. Uriah Hall, ladies and gentlemen. in the world. I'm going to keep improving and I'm going to give you guys a show each and every time. The world champion, ladies and gentlemen, Kamaru Usman! Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Matt and I are still broadcasting from remote locations and it's going okay. It's fairly as smooth as can be expected. I think everybody else is kind of putting up at the same shit we are. Um, Still a big uh, up in the air mess. We have Uriah Hall calling in today. We have Kamaro Usman on the show today, but it's just, it's a mess as to what's going to happen with 249. Um, you know, we keep hearing that there's a location close. They're going to have a location. And then Habib was in, uh, I think, was he in Dubai or Abu Dhabi? And then he had to fly back to Russia. And then there was rumors that he could fly out. And now I'm hearing he can't fly out or he won't fly out. I have no idea what's happening. Do you have any insight, Matt? I really don't know. Well, I want to check the notes. Do we have the latest? Do we have any info? The latest is this. Dana is supposed to announce the 249 card today. He responded to an uh, Ariel Hawani tweet, but it wasn't Ariel. It was somebody else. And um, the guy had uh, had a, a tweet saying that there was a uh, – that Putin and Dana White had come to an agreement and um, – the 249, let's see, the fake tweet said Dana White and Vladimir Putin have reached an agreement on travel arrangements for UFC lightweight uh, Habib Nurmagomedov to come to the United States. He'll fight Ferguson. And then Dana actually responded to this fake account. He said, absolutely not true. The card is happening, but Team Khabib is out. I will announce the entire card tomorrow. That was yesterday, so he means today. So I don't know why Habib is out. Um, is he just frustrated that he can't find the location and he's pulling out? I, I don't know what's happening. Well, um, I believe that, I don't know. I don't want to speak for Habib. You know, I know he put out a statement that, uh, it might be long winded to read. I don't know, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure the gist of it was the whole world's in quarantine, but I'm expected to come out and, 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 and fight type of thing. Like it's a, it is a dude. I mean, listen, This is a situation that nobody's ever been in. I mean, really, who's been in this? I mean, this is insane. Nobody's allowed to leave the house. You got to think about, I don't know. There's so many factors that uh, you got to put yourself in his shoes also, you know? Yeah. I mean, but then then he won't be available for Ramadan. He won't be available to fight till August. Um, I get that there's a a thing going on. So I'm not going to say he should leave, but he said that he wants to leave. He believes they're going to fight. And now he's saying, I, now, is he saying now that he can't leave? Like if you can't leave or if you don't want to leave, just say one thing. And maybe he is being consistent, but uh, I didn't read his statement. Well, listen, Jimmy, this is what I want to talk about. We're going to get to a lot of MMA stuff. I can't wait to talk to the uh, Uriah Hall, who's such a yeah. great, friend, great friend of the show. I want to hear how he's dealing with this. Right, you exactly, know? yeah. Yeah, he used to have to travel you know, when he was growing up to go get uh, fucking water and fresh water and stuff. So I mean, he's... I want to hear how he feels. Like, what's up? Like, how's he dealing with this? And, of course, the champ, Kamar Usman. So I'm excited to talk a lot of MMA. But me and you, Jimmy, let's just talk a little bit. Sure. How are you dealing with this? How are you? It breaks up. Know what it breaks up also, Jimmy, before you answer that, is your your routine. Like, like I feel bad. I feel bad for the guys that are all by themselves. Like, like, don't get me wrong. You could do this all day long. But – Fuck, man, you're staring out your window. How are you dealing with this? Those comedy clubs, that's your social thing too, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm still doing my morning radio show and I still talk to you twice a week, which helps. 
um, you know, what I miss and I found one trainer who I can work out with, like not MMA, just regular weights cause she has it in her house and, uh, it's just a few weights and I do it and she's a friend. So I work out there like three, three, four times a week, but I'm still getting fat. And what I miss is the, uh, Tiger Shulman. I miss cause I was in such a routine there doing uh, the class and the private classes. I loved it. So I can't yeah. wait. That's what I can't wait for. I can't wait to go back and start training again because the kickboxing was such a brutal workout. By the end of it, you're wiped. And uh, it was really good. I was I was loving doing it. And of course, as soon that's why this whole COVID-19 thing, happened, because I was enjoying kickboxing. So something had to step in and fuck that up. I'm making it all about me. But that's what it feels like. So uh, that's what I missed the most. No, I, no, I want to hear about it, Jimmy. And so does everybody else. It's I like I like that you're so into the uh, kickboxing now. It, it, it gives off like natural um uh what is it the uh, the word i'm thinking of uh in, endorphins wait did i say it right endorphins endorphins yes sir i said it right man Fuck you did yeah, of course did. uh it's such a weird word that you the indoor you know what i mean it sounds yeah. like it'd be fake but you know but it makes you just feel fucking like you did something man and you're also learning a skill so i'm so happy that you're into it i forgive yeah. you for not telling me right away yeah, jujitsu is next though. That's I really want to take jujitsu, and, and I started to get like a little hesitant at first. I'm like, well, this whole virus thing is starting. I don't know if I want to be on a mat, but once this is kind of in the past, that that's when I'll start the jujitsu. You know what, Jimmy? I think about it a lot too. Not only because I own two schools, but right. like forever, so it's like talk about a change of, of a way of life. I, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing. So, but then I think like, all right, well, if that's not going to come back. Then what about going to a movie? Are you going to go see a movie with a lot of people in there? Or what about going to a restaurant? No, but yoga. Uh, is everything going to be like this? No. It, ha- this every- it has to run its course. And it has to. It's got to get on. It, it will. Yeah, it has to. You know, you can't like – it can't just change – it can't just change everybody's just way of life like this. Yeah, like no, for, it won't. In, indefinitely. You know, it's crazy. No, no, no. The, the New York is closed until the end of April now. The 29th, this whole thing was extended. But the good news is it looks like it's starting to flatten out already, like uh, sooner than they expected because everyone's staying away from each other. So all this shit that we're doing is working, and it's not perfect, but uh, I, I think we'll be okay by the end of April. When you said New York is closed, I it took me right to Wally World when then it, when Chevy Chase was trying to get out of getting sure. in trouble. He's like, well, what if you went to Florida and it was it was closed? And the guy's like, well, they can't close Florida. It's a, he's like, well, I know. I just – it's a bit yeah. – Jimmy, I was <laughs> – No. Well, I like it's, not John best, Candy, it's not the best reference. It but, was. Uh, John Candy goes, the park is closed. The moose out front should have told you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he shot him in his ass. He's like, that's yeah. a beep. He's like, that one, I, can't, I can't even try to do the impression. And he goes, I'm telling. I'm telling. I forget what he did, but he goes, I'm telling. <laughs> It's like he's he's like that won't even break the skin. <laughs> it was fucking great. He shot him yeah, in the ass. Very funny, very funny oh. movie. Oh, Chevy Chase was good. Both. So what we're gonna do now is uh, just wait and see what happens. I mean, it looks like Uriah and Jacoby are fighting. I don't know if he'll have any location information. I think Dana's still trying to secure the location, and um, I know Habib wants to know. But does it matter if I don't know? Maybe it does matter, but and you should know. But if there isn't a location yet, how can you know it? And also, wait, what about Gaethje? What's going on with that? I'm hearing Gaethje and uh, Ferguson is the main event. I mean, that's an incredible fight. It, it, but it's well, a, it is a huge risk for, for um, Ferguson, like you're saying. And I'm also hearing, and we can ask Kamaru this, that uh, Jorge Masvidal was pitched to him and Jorge said no. 
And Jorge said, no, he wasn't in shape. Or, But then he's saying he said yes. Who do we have on last week that said they're lying? Uh, was it Gilbert Burns um, that might have said that that team is uh, – they're, they're, they're bullshitting and that uh, he was out of shape and just didn't want to fight? I think it was, Gil- no, it was Gilbert it was Burns. Gil- yeah. yes. That's what that was what he was saying. Gil- Gilbert Burns was fun. I loved him, yeah. Wasn't he? Mm-hmm. And so was Wonderboy and his dad. By the way, I watched that fight. Oh, oh, tell me. Tell me. I want oh, – Jimmy, you don't have a horse in this race. I no, want to know what you – I mean, listen, you're my buddy. You kind of do. You're biased yeah. to me. But I you wouldn't – Very biased because, too. Hey, but Jimmy, Mr. T, he thinks he's right. And I got to – you've seen it. I want you to tell me what was on the floor in that thing. What uh, Hoist Gracie had chemo, Leopoldo. Chemo's, uh, he had a ponytail or, or a bun. Had, yep. Had it gripped from open guard, and he was working. He was punching him from there. He's trying to set up triangles. I love it. Was it. Legal. It was legal. You don't even, hey, when you have hair, you don't. Sometimes you don't need the rubber guard if you're not if you're not flexible. You don't have to break his posture. He keeps down by the fucking hair. <laughs> He's not working. He was him holding over. his hair, <laughs> and then there was a black object in on the uh, on the mat, and it's like, what is it? On the floor of the cage, and you say it was the mouth guard, and um, yes. Mr. Uh, Mr. T says it was. Uh, Ray uh, Thompson says it was a piece of his hair. Yes. And I gotta be honest, they the announcers you can't see it that clearly, but it appears to be. Yes. The mouthpiece on the ground. It appears that Matt Sarah is correct, because what happened stop, is this. Stop clapping! Stop it! Oh, the announcers are saying it. The announcers are saying it's the mouthpiece. And at the end, he stands up and you can see he still has his clump of hair on his head. He doesn't have a piece of hair on the ground. He still has his ponytail. It's just loose or whatever the bun is called. Well, Mr. Thompson, he wrote me a big text and he's still he's still the jury's still out. According to him, he thinks some of the hair might came out. He wasn't exactly conceding. He was saying that, he, He'll, you know. He probably he watched funny. it again and realized, well, wow, that looks a lot like a mouthpiece. And they said it was a mouthpiece. And at the end, I think his mouthpiece wasn't in. Everything points to mouthpiece. Well, listen. Mr. Thompson may be incorrect. Mr. Thompson is a great guest and a good jury. Sure I, I want him on. We should give him his own segment. He's a no-nonsense type of guy. He's a no-nonsense like type Thompson. of guy. What did you just say? Is that a Kamora uh, Savage t-shirt? I would oh, say – no, it's blurry, Matt. you got to unblur your background. You can't show well, it because I'm gonna, I'm gonna when you stand up with it like that, it's too blurry. It you know looks like – No one can read it. You know what's not good about that, Jimmy? Is what? that I said that you brought it up, but obviously you didn't because you couldn't see it. So now I really told everybody at home that I just wanted to show off. It looks like Thor Ragnarok. It's like it's retro. Nice. Oh, yep. Jimmy. For the pe- this is for the people on uh, Fight Pass. Hold on, <laughs> asshole. Yeah, it's very nice. Hey, my traps? I do. Yeah, the whole thing. The whole picture is just – it was worth looking at. Matt, we Thanks. just started 10 seconds ago. Just oh, started oh, chatting. Why am I talking like that? Then I come in hot. Making small talk. <laughs> All right, let's start again. Let's start again. But Uriah indicated he's in Dallas – uh, and uh, we're just talking about weight cutting. We just we literally a brief moment of weight cutting. So how are you feeling about that? If you want to just fill in, Matt, what you were starting to tell me. Uh, yeah, you know, just with the structural side of not having certain regime, it's, it dawns on you. The gyms are closed, so you got to improvise and adapt and just change some stuff. But 
I was telling Jim that I'm more concerned about weight cutting than the coronavirus or the flight, you know, because it's I'm out of my element, but I just got to adapt with it. So it's, I'm sorry, are they keep ahead, are they, they're saying that you're fighting now? No. Yeah, I, I mean, apparently I've been fighting. Yeah, no, nothing was said. There's no location, although. My guess is what makes sense at this moment could be the what the Indian res- reservations because you know they're in their own world and shit. But all right, do they have their own rules there? I mean, I'm guessing they have to follow certain like health codes and all that. But do the reservations uh, well, yeah. have a bit they're more just, say? Yeah, I mean, they're in their own law, own government, own everything, you know. So that's the only thing I can see. I don't know, we can't leave the country, I don't think. Right. And every other state is not having it. So that's the only place I think makes sense. Well, what have like, you heard about Habib? Sorry. Uh, sorry, Matt. We've been hearing that he was uh, there was a possible of, of possibility of leaving Russia under a private flight. And then we're here, <laughs> he doesn't want to. Like, is, is he allowed to leave? Or what have you heard? I haven't heard anything. If I was Dana, I would just fly around, pick all of us up. <laughs> just pick all of us up. Be like, oh, what's up? Have a seat. Uh-huh. Be ready to go. I'll tell you right, his backyard, yeah. man. Why not? Find his backyard. I'm down. <laughs> but I mean, the fight's like three weeks away. So it is, it's almost the equivalent of like, if, I mean, the only thing that remotely resembles a situation like this is if like an opponent gets hurt and you're waiting to hear if you're still fighting type of thing, right? Is that kind of what it feels like? Try to- it, it, it's that and then some. I, first, first of all, I've never been in this. And when it happened, I felt like I was one of the only ones who were like, okay, so. Nothing changes. Then over time, it's like, all right, when is this? Is this is this happening? Do we have a date? You know how we used to that structural. Here's the date. Here's what's happening. But nothing was said. You know, I mean, Dana said it's happening. I'm all about it. But then it's like, we don't hear anything. So it's like you're still training, and then you don't want to fall out of that mindset because it might not happen. So it's kind of a fifty-fifty, and you're struggling with that. And then there's a the training aspect, and then you don't have a certain amount of partners because you can't work with too many people. So all this clusterfuck is happening and you still got to stay focused. So it's one of the weirdest thing I've, I've ever been in. But, you know, I'm, I'm ready for it to happen, man. I've, I've started. I've been training since November. Right. So, you know, I've got to a point where I was burned out, started up again, burned out, started up again. It's like, let's make it happen. What did you think of um, uh, Romero? Uh, Adesanya. I mean, a lot of people were, uh, I guess, because they're both kind of counterfighters. But what, what did you think about how that played out? Man, forget that fight. Have you seen the girl fight? Jesus Christ. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the fight I want to talk about. Jung, God. Uh, I, mean, yeah, I was inspired. I must have got up and be like, you know what? I know it's like 12, but I'm going to go train. I mean, they were at it for like, what, 25 minutes, just back yeah. and forth, not backing yeah. down. And hats off to Joanna who at the end, you know, you saw her head, but she yeah. kept going, you know, she kept pushing then it was, pace. Then it was hat on after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Jimmy. Anyway. I, I thought it was cute, I, Matt. I thought it was cute. Jimmy. But uh, I saw the, uh, 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 I didn't I didn't finish it, to be honest. I, what, I, what I was doing, I was training. I went to train instead. My coach was like, have you seen the fight? I'm like, honestly, I don't, I don't really care about it. He's like, watch the fight. I watched literally 20 seconds. I'm like, what the hell is this? So I didn't even bother to watch it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, how, how are you feeling? You've looked really good in your last two fights. And again, even in the Costa fight, which, you know, didn't go with the way you wanted it to. But I thought in the first round, you looked great. Like, so you've looked really good lately. And, uh, you know, you got to be feeling good about that. 
Oh yeah, I, I mean, I, I right now I feel great. No, the the biggest thing that I'm learning when you step inside of Octagon is confidence. It's like, how well did you train? Did you take that time off? Did you eat that that cookie that you know you shouldn't have? So I think when you do everything right, that confidence kind of play into effect. Uh, you know, coulda, woulda, shoulda. What happened that night? You know, I was a little one dimensional with my jab, which I felt I didn't even have a proper game plan going in there, and I did that much damage. So imagine if I did. I'm so locked in and I'm, I'm like a freaking missile just waiting for someone to push the button. Good. So you feel really great. You're on, you're on a good run. I guess guys can, when you're fighting, go through that, right? Where you you, you go through a rough patch and then things just turn around and everything works. Yeah. It's like, you know, you, you lose a fight and you know, you go in a second fight saying, I don't want to lose. And you end up losing and you start down and you start to be like, maybe it's not for you. And then the critics and everyone's like, yeah, maybe you should retire, bro. It's like, it, Man, if you don't have that positive reinforcement or people around you, it, it will get to you. And now, you can't forget why you start. Yeah, Uriah, I'm thinking about your fight, especially with an opponent like Jacare, right? Yeah. Is like with the grappling. You have, I mean, it's the it, the only thing that sucks at this point right now. I mean, you probably got your training partners for you, but it's with the it's like it's not like you're fighting another striker where you're like all right my my fuck my coach will put a gas mask on or some shit and I'll hold the pants to <laughs> me I'll jump on a I'll jump on the bag I'll run the hills you gotta have guys trying to strangle you and you oh, know yeah. shit's gonna fall off so it, is it is it the equivalent of like the like the oh I got my kids downstairs I want to talk low is it the equivalent of like when you <laughs> first uh, being with a person without the rubber and you're like hey man listen where the fuck have you been. <laughs> Who you been around? Is that the kind of thing that's going on here, Jimmy? Is this the new, like, you know what I mean, Uriah? You I wouldn't know. There's only been times without rubbers for me. I've never actually put one on. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. Uriah! Uriah! We went from MMA to something completely different. <laughs> I'm trying to put I don't even know how to answer that. <laughs> Listen, man, you got your partners you're grappling with. You got to know where they've been right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean. Because... They could be breathing on you, and they just – they got fucking some corona pussy the other day, and it's bad oh shit. Oh, my God. You don't know what – Can I be honest? Know. They might have went from spring break. break. They might be some young motherfuckers <laughs> doing the wrong thing. They shouldn't be. You're right. You're, you're absolutely right. But Treat I this think – herpes, man. I, I, <laughs> I think I already had it. I think I already had coronavirus. Oh, because shit. Because back in November to December, I was – I felt like I was on my deathbed. And a lot of people I've heard stories of like around that time, they felt very sick a certain way or whatever. And I had chills. I mean, I, I literally told my friend, I'm, I'm not lying. When I said, I said, tell my mom that I love her. Like I, it literally felt like that. I'm, I, I feel like I'm immune right now. Maybe it's just psychological, but I'm, I'm really not worried about it. If it happens, it happens. I can't give something too much power that I have no control of. You know, I'm not going to, I, I see everybody freaking out. People are staying like 10 feet apart. I'm like, bro, what, relax. You know, like a lady the other day in uh, Sprout sneeze. And I swear it was like a movie. Like everyone jumped up like this. Yeah. And she was like, I have allergies. I have allergies. And it's almost like the government was going to come in and start quarantining her. People are freaking out. It, it's getting crazy. But I've learned to stay calm. And as a martial artist, when you go into battle, you have to stay calm. So as much as the chaos is happening around me right now, I'm at my best when I'm cool, calm, collected. And again, there's things I can't give power to. Do I have control of what's happening? Absolutely not. But my reaction to it, what can I do? The basic, staying clean, uh, keeping a certain distance, and not freaking out. That's all I got. 
I guess that is all you can do, right? Is control your. Uh, it's funny. I, I look back to it. I, I was in, in December, in, in early January, I was in Italy, and I came back, and I was deathly ill. I was actually coughing up blood. I thought I was. I was really fucked up. I thought I had Are you pneumonia. Serious? Yeah, and I wondered. It was just from the cough being so violent. And I look back, and I'm like, "Fuck, was that this? You know I don't know. If yeah, it might be, I, I, or it might just be I that felt, I'm older." Because a lot of people said around that time. Plus, I did my research a little bit more when I found out that the the virus actually came out around October. And a lot of people didn't say stuff. And yeah, I dig into it more, but I encourage people to educate themselves because there's there's fake news, there's news that you take too much, and then there's freaking out. So just educate yourself, stay calm, and if shit happens, God is like, fuck you, you know? Right. Hey, dude, I know. <laughs> hey, Uriah, you are a gamer like myself. Have you been doing any gaming? I know you're busy with... Oh, you kidding me? Shit. I've been... I, I I was like, I'm not liking the person I'm becoming right now because I'm online. A couple of games I'm looking to get, but they're not out yet because of the whole coronavirus thing. You know, the Last of Us, Resident Evil just came out. So I'm gaming hard. But at the same time, I'm trying to get my mindset, you know? Do you have a virtual reality? We were talking about that, and I want to get – I'm thinking about getting a VR just because it's so uh, – it seems like everything is so advanced now. But I want one that you could that feels like you're flying a plane or like oh, standing yeah. on a cliff looking off. I just want something like – like, I'm not even going to play any games. I just want to look off shit. You don't have any of those? No, I have one back home, but it's good and bad. It's good because of the whole effect, but it's bad because it, it kind of hurts your brain a little bit because of the closeness of it. So you just got to be careful. If you're going to play that game, you just can't play it too long because it literally fucks with you. Does it make That's you dizzy? I, I, I did one VR. Did it make oh, you yeah. nauseous? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You just can't oh, I, stand it too long. I, cool. You know, I, I clock myself at no more than three hours a day. I'm not going to. I'm not an animal. <laughs> I'm not a fucking little kid. Wait, what do you play, Mike? What do you what do you play? Oh, oh man. I, I play Standout Battle Royale. On the uh, reality, it's like PUBG. That? It's like PUBG. You hear PUBG? You drop out of a plane on an island, right? And oh! You gotta find a weapon. You gotta be the perimeter brings the the uh. It, it gets closer or something. Find weapons, last man standing or last. Uh, Matt loves the battle. It, I'm not on that fun. level. Oh, I, I'm not on that I, level. Dude, I listen. I don't do Fortnite. I don't. This game is—it's all I play. I'm such a nerd. My wife, like, look at you. I got that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> picture. Picture. With you. You know what I mean? It's not exactly attractive. You know. You get into it. You're like, yo, in the Fortnite, we gotta come around. I, I can't, man. I, I gotta keep. I mean, I'm a nerd, but I can't let, get sunk into the. You know. Yeah, I gotta be like a borderline nerd. That will tip the scale. <laughs> that will tip the scale in the geek direction. Yeah, you know. But goddamn, I'm powerful. I miss you, man. I I, I want you guys too, man. I want you to fight, and uh, I want to watch it. But I just want you to. I want you to find out soon. I do. I do too. I and Jacare is coming off three out of four losses. I mean, he beat he had a, he beat Wyman. That was the third round decision to Gaslam. He's lost two other decisions, so he's going the distance. But he's does it concern you at all when you're fighting a guy as dangerous as him, who's coming off two straight losses, and you know this fight is extremely important to him uh, oh, because yeah. it's almost like he knows how important this is. I mean, everyone, every every fight is dangerous. You know, from from other people, they're gonna be like, oh, he's on his way out. Other people like, this is your do or die. I mean, that's the beauty about MMA. That's why I love it. I love boxing, but MMA is just, you never know what's going to happen, man. It's like, when I fought Gay Guard, that's a proven example. He was whooping my ass. And then second round, I was like, and then 
you know, it happened. So you never know. It's whoever goes out there and poses the will. I'm sure he has his game plan. He's ready to go. He's ready to sacrifice. I'm there too. I believe in my attributes, my skill set. It's your classic striker versus grappler. I know what he's going to do. If he wants to stand with me, it's a bad idea. But if he wants to go to the ground, I'm not going to stay there. And I'm just going to keep it in my element because that's what I want. You know, I want to go out there and I want to throw some hands. And I'm trying to get that title shot, man. I'm, I'm trying to do whatever I can to get that title shot. I feel like I'm the last OG left to fight that dude, Israel, right. because no one understands his style. And I fought that style my entire life. It's a dynamic style. And to fight a dynamic style, you have to be dynamic with it. You can't be one dimensional. So, you know, I respect him, but I know I can beat that dude. So in this game, I got to play the cards right and get there. Yeah, that would be a very interesting fight, you against Adesanya. Um, I, I think that you'd be a great matchup for him, and he'd be a great matchup oh, for you. Hell yeah. Uh, hell yeah. You don't want this. Sp styles make fights, and that's a, that's an amazing fight, man. That'll, yeah, be something out of a, that'll be something out of a comic book. But this is what I like about your fight with Jacare. It, yes, class, it does have that all the makings of he should fight that way. He should look to just get you down and do that. Because that's how dangerous you are standing. But what I like lately is Jacare's been standing more than yeah. ever. And he's been yeah. falling in love with that, with that shit, man. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And uh, take it from a guy who should have took Chris Lytle down in the second fight. No, again. But uh, sometimes <laughs> you, fall in love, you fall in love with hurting somebody. And you're like, dude, I know my fantasy's out. And you do with the wrong guy. And it's not going to go your way. So yeah. he's been, I'm telling you, man, he's been standing a lot. He's He was never that guy because he's actually yeah. It. He what was it? Derek Brunson? He uh, kicked in the I head. I saw that kick. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's I been was like what the hell? That grown man ass kick, <laughs> grown man strength kick right there. <laughs> like I've never seen someone fly while they block the kick. Like what? Yeah. In the absolute hell. No, but it is what it is, man. It's I've been up and down with emotions, man. It's like all right, you're excited to fight. Ah, fuck this shit. So it's just. It's keeping it, you know? Yeah, and we obviously want to see the fight. We want to see you guys. Uh, I, it looks like they do have something put together. And maybe Dana's just getting the, the location finalized before he announces it. Who, who knows? But, I mean, yeah. it, this, what did you think of watching uh, UFC Brasilia with, with no audience? I mean, it didn't seem to affect – but the guy said what bothered them was that they could hear the corners really loud. And there's things that you normally don't hear that mm -hmm. you could hear that made who, – who said that made him a little more nervous? Was it Gilbert Burns? Uh, uh, Matt? Gil yeah, Gilbert said that, but what, what uh, Uriah has going for him is uh, he fought in that – he was dynamic on the uh, the Ultimate Fighter. Right. And oh, yeah. I'd imagine that's a very similar feeling. Right. Oh, similar, yeah. Absolutely. But, I mean, that's what I was used to. And I remember walking out on the stage, I was like, oh, my God, there's a lot of people out here. And that did throw me off a little bit. So I don't mind it. You know, the game plan is the same, single – he's in my way and sometimes I think what's in the way become the way yeah it is funny it's different though jimmy because I, I fought in the ultimate fighter four and i already fought in the big show so it was like an opposite thing so we were in the in, and when you're in there and it's so quiet i was with dean thomas it was uh rich clement they were shoney carter and you'd hear every it was very yeah. blunt and very and <laughs> dean thomas is a very honest guy he's like man He's like, uh, you got some white guys watching us off to the rich white guys, white white guys watching us to the side. You hear every shot. He's like, this is kind of scary. <laughs> it feels, it feels, he's like, it feels illegal. It feels, it feels it's weird. Illegal. It is a different feel. It doesn't it's feel like it. It feels like what, something what? out of like that old Clint Eastwood movie. That fucking any which way. They meet in a barn or some fucking thing. <laughs> what I remember uh, was hearing the mats more. 
That's what I remember hearing. Just that yeah. bounce on the mat, the badoom, 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 badoom. That's the only thing I heard a lot of. And then I heard, uh, you know, my corner chail at the time, you know, single, jab, sing, singular focus, jab, jab, jab. And I was on him with the jab. And it was, I had a singular focus and it, it made me clear. So, and that's what fighters are supposed to do. We're supposed to adapt and adjust. So, you know. And you said about the gyms not being open when you want to do the weight cut because there are guys that will go in and they'll like they'll they'll, they'll, they'll do the bike whatever that is you guys put on they'll do the bike for a little while. I've seen guys like in those twenty four hour gyms just to kind of get something in before the weigh ins and you don't have yeah. that option now. So what do you have to do? Have like equipment brought up to the room? Um, are they going to try to improvise like that? I mean, we've been improvising. Uh, you know, I've been working with my coaches one on one. I mean, I, I, the moment the gyms closed, I went into Rocky mode. Like I was running every day. I was running with some weights. I was shadow boxing. I was doing push up the park. People looking at me like, what's the dude doing? I just went strictly into like Rocky mode right away. And then like I was dropping weight fast and I was just dropping it too fast and I was feeling weak and I, I didn't feel it strong in certain ways. And then, you know, started to communicate with the coaches better. Then we were doing one-on-ones. And I started to reevaluate that, started to balance it, and we just adapted to it. But yeah, you know, it did affect. But right away, I just like I switched my mentality. I was like, all right, this is not working. What else we can do? And I just went right into it. And you know, everybody's in the same boat. Like everybody's yeah. dealing with this, so every fighter has to put up with this shit, and every fighter is improvising. Yeah. So it's not just you. You know, all schedules are disrupted. Yep. But you know what? I, I feel confident with my uh, my team. You know, Safe and Mike Skasha, who's been. I mean, we've been training every day, man. At one point, I was like, yo, I need to relax. Yeah, but... Speaking of relaxing, what, last movie you've seen, and uh, what what are, you, what are you streaming? What are you watching? I like to get turned on to new shows and shit. Man, uh, so I just finished Tiger King. <laughs> Holy shit! Should have started with that! Yeah. Holy shit, Uriah! <laughs> oh, my God. That, what are you thinking when you watch that? What it wasn't thinking? even about the Tigers at one point. I was like, what the... What is this? Yeah. Is it even about no. the Tigers? Well, she fed man, the, they are fudged up. Like, yeah, they messed up. She fed the husband. To the oh, hell yeah, she did. Hell yeah, she right? did. I'm looking at her ass like, it's, you know you you fed your fucking husband. There's a meat grinder in the back. You got a bunch yeah. of fucking cats on campus. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Somewhere out there, there's a pile of tiger shit with a wristwatch in it. I guarantee it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, that's wrong. Oh, oh that's shit. wrong. And they meant like he could have went to Costa Rica or somewhere. Really? Yeah. Don't, yeah. Go there. Go ahead, man. There's, there he is. No. Yeah. And you Stop. still left all your millions. All yeah. of them. Yeah, and you saw what she did right after, right? She went straight to the job, changed all the documents, changed the contract, changed yeah. the will, cut the power. Yo. Like, this bitch knows exactly what the fuck she's doing. Man. Yeah. You ever seen about, Gone Girl? That's what she reminds me of. What about, her, did, what yeah. about her new husband? What that dude looks like a tool. He looks such like a tool. <laughs> oh my God, there's not oh, a singular fuck. man bone in that oh, man body. Shit. I know who wears the pants in that motherfucker. Oh my yeah, there's God. a there's a moment where she has a leash on him, and you're like, "Yep, I understand. Yep. I understand yep. the dynamics. Yep. I can see myself in that situation." Yep. And every conversation, you know, we feel that what we're doing right now is the best interest of what we should be doing. Like, yeah, bitch, you're not making any decisions. Get out yeah. of here. She's making. He's a he's a Mitch writer. That's a man bitch. He's a Mitch. Yeah, that that, that show. 
Every new person they introduce, you're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And what the fuck? And that dude just swooped in and stole everything. You saw that guy who just swooped in and just... Great show. Uh, Ozark's another one. I keep hearing good things, man, about Ozark. It's it's really good. You got to stay on it, though. You got to stay on it. I only saw season one. The girl was such a slut, man. I was like, ah, that's the wife. I guess she did bad. She's the black guy. That's how I thought. I go, ah. I I love that. Jimmy, I go, ah. What, Jason Bateman? He's off to the side looking at the laptop like... He's looking at her. He's looking at that. He's watching her get ah. Oh, it's disgusting. Oh yeah, <laughs> I couldn't get into it after that. And now I'm all right, to, all right. Have, have you seen Shameless? No, I, I haven't either. I just finished it. It, it. it was it was really nice. It felt like it targeted what's really happening, and it's just like what the fuck. It's almost like the Tiger King with a little bit of sensory. It's 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 Shame- pretty good. Wait, wait, Shameless. William yeah, H Macy. Shameless. Oh, yeah, shit. really good. I mean, like, every time I think of, every time I think of that actor, I think of him trying to get out the bathroom window in the motel and them catching him on the end of oh, Fargo. Fargo. Ah, he's screaming! Nah, <laughs> pulling him out of the window. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a really you ever seen that fucking movie Fargo? Yeah, I saw. I'm like, I saw oh, a long fuck. time ago. Jesus Christ! I know what I'm not watching on this. <laughs> fucking. I've movie. been reading too, man. You know, it's, this isolation. I think the isolation is a blessing in disguise because some people don't like who they see in the mirror. Yeah. And you, you know, you, you, you some people get too. I got to go outside. I got to do this. There's a park that's still crowded where I'm like, didn't y'all motherfuckers get the news to stay the fuck home? Like what are y'all doing? I mean, you know what, man? I'll jump on the bike with my kids and, we'll, and my wife, and we'll we'll go around the town. But we're not touching. We're not near nobody. We're not people are keeping away. But it's one thing. Like we went by a trails by the by us, the, and I'm like, yeah, shit's too crowded, man. We're not going. Yeah, man. Like what are y'all doing? Yeah, like crowded, yeah. running, hanging out. I'm like, yeah, yeah. But all right, Uriah. Well, look, man. We uh, we always love having you on. You know that. And thank uh, you, thank you, guys, man. I'm hoping yeah, this thanks, fight thanks for making for the you. day a little normal today. Right? <laughs> nothing, nothing normal about this fucking show. <laughs> I, I miss you, man, though. Listen. Yeah, I wish you guys too, man. Dude, stay safe and uh, thank you. things over, we'll be, uh, we'll be seeing each other. We'll talk to you sure. soon, man. Uh, good luck on sure. April 18th. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. I'm getting used to this, though, Matt. I'm getting used to this kind of at-home, relaxed. Yeah, man. I, I Definitely. But... I miss giving you hugs. I, oh, yeah, obviously. I, I'm, I'm being honest. I don't like not hugging. No, but... I'm a hugger. It might never come back again. Sure. I, to see you, you're going to be like getting into like a weird stance so I don't go near you. No, the hug will be prevalent. I'm, I'm fine with hugs. I'm not worried about hugs. Ah, all right. Handshaking, I'll be nervous about. I'm not, I don't shake hands. If you I don't. do, I'll do it like a fucking Roman. Excuse me. Am I? Did you see? Did they hear me? I don't want the kid to hear me. No, he's got no, his head. No, no, on. that's why. That's exactly why I put him on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want. I'm, I, I like. I'm a hugger to people that I really, I feel strongly about. Like, good. Like, like Matt, I'd probably hug you. Like for sure. I see you. I'm hug you. I see Henzo. You gotta yes. hug Henzo. Yes. Like Henzo is the, the guy. He's one of those guys that you just have to hug. Like Jim, we're still working on our relationship, so yes. you know we're kind of in between, you know, <laughs> hug and shake. 
I would do maybe we could do the half and half. Like we could do the handshake and the half hug. And then the half hug. You know, yes. yeah. You don't have to commit to a full hug. That's Ass out hug. Just a shoulder bump hug, a nice play. Yeah, shoulder bump. Yeah, because I think we're there. You know, we're yes. not just we're not strangers. We've talked, we've shared moments, we've sat next <clears throat> to each other for an extended period of time. That's correct. So I think I think we're pretty close. You know, we're getting there. One or two more interviews, and we'll be in hug territory. I'm I'm fine working. Yeah, up you know what? Yeah. And I, and I have to admit, I just watched your Netflix special that you did with um who who. With that, with the, with the series of degenerates, of degenerates, degenerates, yes, great, hilarious. I, Jimmy. I, I tell you honestly, I, I'm, I'm being 100 honest. I, I just, growing up, I just never found a lot of Caucasians that were comedians that were just funny to me. I just, so, because I just couldn't relate to a lot of right. It wasn't your daily experience, yeah. And you know, and then you know, now the older that I've gotten, the, the more culture that I am. Like Jerry Seinfeld had that special comedians in in you know cars getting coffee yeah. yeah I've been watching that and I, I and I love that and then I watched the Degenerates with you and it and a couple of other there's another big guy that you could tell from he was East Coast guy Bob um, Kelly yes I who I, Bobby Kelly dang, oh, we love Bobby I, Kelly I was dying I was like wow these guys are hilariously funny where have I been. I've well, thanks, man. It. So, Thank yeah, you. I got to tell you, like, I, I watched that. I, I sat through the whole thing. I don't really sit through a lot of full-on sets, but I sat through the whole thing, and it was hilarious. And I oh, it. I'm glad you liked it. I appreciate that. <clears throat> now, yeah. I know you're not Dr. Kamaro, okay? I know you're not Dr. Kamaro. I know you're um, Kamaro, the champion of the world. But, yeah. if, like, listen, when do you think some, we're going to be able to go back to a comedy club, a movie theater, a restaurant, jujitsu class? When? When is this? What, I mean, how is this affecting you, this whole uh, virus and whatnot? I mean, how are we dealing with this? Um, man, that, that's, a, that's a tough one. I, I think uh, this one really is, it broke social, like they social distance. And this really is that because even now, like my teammate, I, I, I caught myself the other day, like, uh, you know, I met up with one of my teammates just to get something in because I thought I was going to be rumbling here in the next couple of weeks. And, um, and I, I caught myself, I, I went in for the, you know, the usual shake or the fist bump. And I caught myself kind of like hesitating that, hesitating. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is going to break. Because first of all, humans in general, Americans in general, we're already culturally like social, socially awkward with one another. Now add this in the mix. I think it's, it's going to be a while. It's going to be a, a, a long period of time, but so guys like like us, jujitsu guys, and and you know those more, we're gonna go back to punching each other, rolling and choking each other. So Have I think to. We'll, yeah, I think we'll bounce back a lot easier and lots you know quicker than most guys. But I think just the the American public, it's gonna take a while. I, it's also too because it's still in the, we're in the middle of it and there's still no fix for it. Once there's a oh, cure yeah. and people can go, hey, if I get it, I'll get a shot. Like once that happens, people will be more comfortable. But for, it'll, it'll take a little while. The clubs will be half full for a while. Uh, but then again, in China, they just ended a lockdown. Twenty thousand people a day are showing up to this tourist site. So people are so happy to be out of the house that they're just going right back to what they were doing. I actually kind of I, I kind of love the whole stay at home type of deal. I loved it because I mean that's what I do anyways. Right. I go to the gym and I come back home and um and I just I just stay in my house and I play with my daughter. Yeah. This is not it's not that big of a deal for me. I, I actually loved it. 
How was your daughter again? You told me already. It's, she is five. Oh, I'll tell you, right about Uno age. <laughs> Dude, you ever play Uno? Yes. Oh. I, we, 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 we attempted it for the first time. <laughs> two weeks ago, we attempted it for the first time. Yeah. Um, you know, you can't, because you can't not let them win. Well, if well, you Uno. win, they're going to cheat at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My six-year-old kind of kicks our, our butt in it. It's funny because it's really just, you know, you could, you know, I mean, it's such a simple thing. It's cute. I mean, you know, we help her out. But uh, what a fun time. I, I I feel similar. I mean, besides missing my students, my schools, I got all fun jobs. So it's kind of hard. I miss hugging Jimmy. But it's weird. <laughs> it's like I could I am like I told Jimmy, I'm, I don't know if you're a gamer. I do the virtual reality. I'm having fun with that. Hanging out with people in there. My kids were having Uno night. We're having campouts in the living room. It's fun as shit. I feel bad for my wife because she has to do the uh, online schooling tomorrow. And that's oh, yeah. oh yeah. you're not into that yet because she's so small. Well, no, she's oh, she's doing it. And I'm and I'm I'm gonna be honest. I, I kind of reserve that because her mom is in our home as well. So I, I let her mom kind of take care of that, you know, yeah. sometimes uh, a few hours a day. And uh, but today her mom has to, you know, have to go shopping and just kind of give her a break. And and I'm trying to figure this thing out and it's just so much it's it, she's kindergarten it's so much watch yeah, this yeah. lesson plan do this quiz do that i'm like what the what is going on with all this like oh, man. i can't figure out the the head and tail of this whole situation so i you know yes i i know mothers uh mothers they usually complain sometimes like oh i want everyone home but i'm sure they have yeah. enough of everyone being home at this moment <laughs> How, how close? How close were you to actually fighting uh, on the on this next card? There was there was all these rumors that you were getting offered a fight, that Masvidal turned it down, and you wanted it. What 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 exactly happened? Very close. I um you know I obviously I knew before a lot of people whether uh, he was going to fight or not, and you know the moment which was we could almost yeah a week and a half almost two weeks ago I I kind of had an inclination that he wasn't going to be able to make the fight because Russian borders were closed and he was stuck there. I, I, I sat, you know, I sat and I thought about it and I said, you know what? I know I'm not in the best of shape because, you know, when you're not in camp, it's not, you don't need to be getting punched in the head every day, twice right. a day, like you're in camp. So, you know, I'm just being going in, Every day, every other day, once, you know, kind of a light, just learning, you know. And um, and I knew I'm nowhere near fight shape, but I said, you know what? I know I've been getting something in. Uh, and then I, I, I looked at everything else. I, I realized that, hey, all these guys are going to be out of fights. We haven't had fights in a while. All these guys are going to be out, and some of these guys need to make money. And so I'm like, you know what? I want to save that. I want to save the card. I want to do something for the organization. I want to save it. And so I talked to, um, I talked to my manager and I said, tell the UFC that um, I am willing to step in and, and save this event. And then he goes, of course, as a good manager, he's going to advise against it. He's going to be like, you know, this is your, your world champion. This is everything that you've worked your whole life to get to. People don't really get to this point. Maybe what nine nine welterweight champions we've ever had in the organization, and so he told me, uh, I, you know, I'd advise against it, you know, but um, and I said no, I I want to I want to step in, I want to save you. So he said, you know what, you call, you text Dana, 
and, and the parties that be and let them know that, hey, you want to do this. So right away, I text Dana and I said, hey, Dana, um, I'll take care of you. You know, I understand that, you know, this situation is has got to suck. But, you know, we're, we're probably uh, me and myself and Masterball is probably the most anticipated fight coming up here besides, you know, obviously Tony and Khabib. I said, hey, I'll step in and uh, let's we'll save that card. And he said, all right, we'll work on it. And then, uh, you know, then they got to do their thing. I guess they reached out to the other side and they reached back out to us. And they said uh, the other side said they couldn't locate the client. So I'm like, mm, OK, we'll give you guys 24 hours to try to make the decision. Right. At this moment, at this and Matt, you you know how it is at this moment. I've I'm started. I've already started making that switch, that turn in my head that. I'm going to rumble here in the next couple of weeks. And, yeah. and, and so and I make that, I'm making that switch. And then, I, you know, then they get back to us after 24 hours and they say, uh, well, he said, uh, I guess they're, I don't understand exactly because obviously I'm not the UFC. I don't know exactly what they're t- telling the other side or what the other side saying to them. But they basically said to me, oh, they're, they're not ready to fight or they, they're turning down the fight. And so right. I said, okay. And this is Jorge Masvidal's camp. We're talking yes, about. yes, absolutely. And uh, and so this was this all took place probably not this Saturday, probably the the, the previous Saturday. And so, so I said, okay. So now you stepped up to to save the card, but now was just now just to to be clear, was this going to be how long was it before the fight? It was how many weeks? Well, when the you, fights, when you, the fight's the next. The fight's in two weeks. Twelve days, oh. I think. Twelve days. So yeah. yeah, the so, fight's in twelve days. So the week before, that the two week, uh, uh, almost a week and a half ago. Yeah. So almost you, three weeks ago, yeah. So weeks. like, I, now I know you were some guys like you said when they're not in, when they're not fighting, uh, they don't have a fight set. Some guys are a little more out of shape than others. Like you know, yeah. I mean, so not. I, you know, not to play the other side, but like, let's say Jose Masvidal, was it just brought up to his attention? Like, let's go save this card. He could be in horrible shape right now. Or was he asking for the fight or no? Okay. So, so that's the, that's the funny thing. You know, that's where things kind of got out of hand is. So on Saturday, and, and we all know, we all know the whole bravado that this guy in his camp puts on, you know, on the Miami goon gangster, whatever, I'll fight anybody, anytime. I understand that. I get it. You know, that's your thing. That's your niche. That's your stick. Fine. And so on Saturday, they said no. The UFC officially told us they said no, whatever. So I said, okay, you know, no foul, harm, no foul. So my management is, is of course, it kind of bothers them because they 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 constantly take shots at my right. management. And, and then they caught. And so my management says, you know what? You should blast them on social media for this, for for. You know, not taking the fight and this and that. And I told him, I said, no, I, I don't, I don't want to bring it. I, I'm, I'm enjoying being away from all the whole fight, chaotic situations, yeah. the media, the fans. I'm enjoying that. So I said, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to even put myself in that, in that situation of, of bringing all that attention, that negative negativity. So, and so he said, all right, I understand. But if I was you, if the, you know, if the foot was on the other foot. If the shoe was on the other foot on their side, they would do the exact same. They would they would go out and blast you. You're taking the high road. You're yeah, taking the yeah. high road. So, okay. And then I told him, I said, yeah, well, that's why I'm champion and they're not. You know, and so and so we left it alone. So Sunday rolls around and then Monday rolls around. And on Monday comes the news 
Khabib is not going to be able to fight, you know, of this and that. He's out of the card. And lo and behold, right away, they put out a tweet. And I and, and 100%, well, I'm not going to say 100%. I would say about 99% sure it's his manager that's running his Twitter. I mean, he even admits it all the time online. Right. And so he puts out a tweet that says, I'm free April 18th. And then, and, and, and so I'm, I, I don't, and I don't get on Twitter like that. So I didn't even yeah. see it, but I just kind of see my Twitter's lighting up, you know, I, I'm getting notifications and, and so a couple of my friends tweeted me, Hey, uh, did you see that what this guy said? And I'm just like, you know what? I, I took the high road. I'm not even going to respond to that. And then the, I guess he tweeted again and said, second time we've asked the Uzman Second time, Uzman has turned us down. And at that point, that that kind of that that just kind of really, you know, it, it hit the wrong button. Like I'm a human being, I have a fuse too, and that kind of yeah. hit the wrong button because it's like I offered to save this card. I offered for the right amount. I don't care. I'll rumble next week, you know. And 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 I'm not the smallest welterweight out there. I have to cut a lot of weight, and I offered yeah. to to do this, cut this weight in three weeks. And go out there and perform. So it, it got it got to me to the point where I screenshotted it and I sent it to the parties that may be yeah. that I texted already trying to make this fight. And I said, why is this guy lying? And they all, of course, messaged me back. You stepped up. That's true. No one can question that. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, so I'm like, you know what? I'll leave it at that. And then he tweeted something else. I don't know exactly what. And then I, after that point, I called my manager and I said, you call them back and you tell them, let's try to make this fight now. And that's when I guess they were back in, they reached back out, and then now they were kind of talking back and forth. So there was a chance that this was going to happen now. And I was already in the gym three times that day. Yeah. So I got that weight from, I was sitting at about 196. I was sitting at about 196. I made sure I got that weight under control. It started to gradually come down. And they said, all right, they're working on it. They're working on it. I guess they were talking to them. But, you know, it's clear, you're clearly saying no when you're not the champion. You don't have the belt. You come in and you say, oh, if you want me to do this, I'll do it for $8 million or $5 million. Clearly, come on. You're, you're, you're clearly saying no to the fight because you know they're never going to go for it. And, yeah. And so, so that was the kind of situation. And so – they kind of said, basically left it out there that we're, we're still talking. We're still talking. All the while, I'm cutting weight. I'm still dieting. Yeah. Three days roll. The whole week, last week rolls by to Friday. Friday. This last Friday, yeah. I got my weight. I got my weight all the way down to about 186 pounds. I had sparred. And and I, <laughs> I'm telling you, Matt, <laughs> I snapped back in that quick. I okay. was plugged in. I was yeah. plugged in. I'm like, I'm ready to go. And, and I'm like, I still have no confirmation. And I'm at this point, I'm starting to start. I'm starting starting myself because I'm not the literal. It's not like I'm fat and I'm yeah I'm, for sure. You know, like yeah. I'm, I'm. It's this is gonna be painful for me to get down there. So I've been kind of dieting. I've been kind of basically starving myself for the last four, three, four days. Still no question, no 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 confirmation. So I basically I told my manager, I said, hey, if they don't give us a confirmation by by a certain time tonight, I'm not willing to do this anymore because. I'm not going to start for nothing. Of course. And, and, and then it, it got to the point where he reached out to them and um, 
I guess they were still on the fence about it. And I just said, you know what? Right. Forget they're it. Not, yeah. If they're not going to commit to doing this. Then, you know what? I'm, 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 well, I'm the champion at the end of the day. Is he next in line? Is, um, is he the next? Cause it's, it's weird to not take a fight, a championship fight, unless he knows that he's definitely next in line and that he doesn't need to take it because he's going to get a full camp. If he just waits until this clears up, is he definitely next in line? No, I mean, I, I, absolutely. I understand that aspect of it. And, um, you know, but Matt, you know as well as anyone, nothing is guaranteed yeah. in this game. You know, Dana, they, if Dana decides, you know what, you know, you, you know, you wronged me there, or this didn't happen at this time. This guy is going to be the next guy. And then, you know, hey, we don't know. It could well, be. Yeah. Plus, I mean, uh, before I wanted to, before I forget, now you, you have, you're such a chill guy, you're a relaxed guy. I can understand. With Colby Covington, you saw him what a buffet, whatever it is. I can see you want to smack the guy, honestly. I can understand. But mm-hmm. now you had something similar with Jorge. You had like a press junket, I seen. Now, yeah, some yeah. of those, Jimmy thinks some some people really like now he, he didn't bring it up on this one, but he brought it up with uh, Jeremy Stevens and uh Yair Rodriguez, where sure. he feels some guys feel the cameras are around, they'll add, uh, add a little something to it for that. But I don't, I don't know. I mean, you tell me what happened at that one. I mean, was that was that genuine, and how that happened? No, uh, I'm, at, I'm, you know, that's that's exactly the the situation. Is I, I'm so chill and not necessarily like I, I, I chose to do this sport. Yeah. You know, this is not something that I absolutely have to do. I can do something else. I chose to do this, so I don't necessarily carry that with me everywhere that I go. So when I'm out of it, I'm out of it, and so. That situation, what happened was, uh, before that, they, you know, like I said, his management gets on his Twitter and they, they, they say they, they kind of been poking and prodding it because they know they have all this hype, a lot of attention yeah. going on, and so they feed on that. And I, and I get it that that's the market nowadays. You have to do that. But I, I'm not, I'm not that kind of guy. Which is the knock on me from for fans. They're like, oh, he's not entertaining. He's boring because I don't give them the random bullshit that they want. You know, it's and so negative, it's yeah, negativity. And, and, yeah, I don't, I don't care about all that BS. I don't care about, you know, being this character or this to try to entertain or sell. I understand, you know, at the end of the day, sell the fight, but I didn't get into this to be an entertainer, per se. Yeah. You know, yeah. I got into this for the sheer fact it's competition. And yes, the sport has grown to the point where we need to entertain, but I want to entertain with my talent and not with the act that I'm putting on. Right. And so... Yes, I understand. His, his, they kind of started poking and prodding it and saying certain things online. Then I did an interview to where, um, no, actually, I seen them at an event in, yeah. in I believe, uh, Houston. And I saw them at the event and we saw, we met backstage. We were walking by, myself and my manager and himself and his manager. And they were walking by. And um, this is post his manager and my management having an altercation two yeah. months before this and so we met backstage and nothing was said i saw him i looked right at him he looked right at me literally maybe 10 feet away and they walked by and we went in the room obviously the security with us every year. and um and that was that i thought it was you know it is what it is and then i did an interview and then they asked me about some of the comments that he had said online and i said hey absolutely nothing is is the problem nothing's gonna happen we just saw them a week ago backstage. We walked by them. They walked by us. Nothing was said. Nothing happened. So I don't understand why they're tweeting or saying all this stuff. 
So I guess he felt some kind of way about that because during the Super Bowl, we had to do the radio roll. Yeah. You know, you, you, it's gotcha. all the media is there. And and so they, it was uh, maybe four – it was four fighters that, that obviously lived down here in South Florida that, you know, were obviously material – the guys that they wanted to put on that radio roll. It was Joanna, myself, and I think maybe Amanda. And of course, the UFC had the the schedule. They let us know which who was going on which day. And he went on, I think, like a Tuesday, the Tuesday. And I was going on a Wednesday. So he did his already. And this yeah. is on a Wednesday, and I had just dropped my daughter off at school. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna ride the car, the, the, take the trip down to Miami, knock this out really quick, and be back in time to pick my daughter up from school. I went by myself. I don't need security. I don't need any of this. I don't need anybody to go with me. It's just a radio interview. For sure. So I get there, and they're taking me to my first interview, which happened to be a ESPN um, camera interview. And I'm standing there, and you'll see me. I'm, I'm walking up. I'm standing there. As I'm standing there, I kind of – and you see them because you see the camera follow him. He's walking in with his camera crew and his manager yeah. and his buddies or whoever else he's with. They came specifically to try to just, you know, stir up something. I mean, okay. especially in a room where you know every media in the country sure. is in. Yeah. Smart for Seriously. them. Very, very smart for them. They, well, they, they obviously bring attention and all of that. But this was real. They they came up and, and man, like, let's be honest. If you really had a problem with someone and you wanted to confront them, you know exactly what you wanted to do to them. If you want to attack them, you're going to run up and you're going to attack them. Yeah. He he came up talking. The camera's recording. He stops. I'm, I had my back turned. I'm by myself. It's you, yeah. your manager, and a couple of other people. If you have a problem and you wanted to do yeah. something at that moment, you go take care of it. But he stops and he's talking. He's making hand gestures. He's shooting handguns and with yeah. his fingers. It's getting gangster. Uh, yeah, it's getting gangster. At some point, you know, I got heated because I don't like to play around certain yeah. things like that. It, it kind of it, it touched me in a way that kind of it, it definitely got me heated. Yeah. And um, but then later on, I, I just kind of caught myself. I'm like, man, how silly was that? How silly do I look right now? Yeah. You know, getting into it. But because I got hot, that was that was it. Fake. That was real. I I was really ready for anything because I I expect that if you're yeah. gonna confront me and I'm by myself, I expect something's gonna happen. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to lay maybe him or his manager out with this cast that I got in my hand really quick. And whoever else is going to jump in, hey, at least I'm going to hurt somebody right. before I get jumped in this situation. So and that was what it was. But he basically just came to talk and and, um, and get the footage. And of yeah. course, later, that footage was out in less than, you know, maybe five ah. minutes of that happening. It was everywhere. And I was just like, okay, I fell for the setup. But you know what it is? It gets casual fans talking like hardcore fans want to see you guys fight. But people who are who just like fighting and might not be as into uh, specific fighters that gets them interested in the fight. I mean, I definitely see the value in it, too, because everyone sees it it works so well with Connor and other fights where you're you're watching fighters that the casual fans might not know as much. And all of a sudden, that's the fight they want to see. Like you and Colby was a fight everybody wanted to see. Masvidal Leon Edwards is a fight that a lot of people want to see. Uh, because absolutely. of what happened backstage. Oh, absolutely, and I and I understand that aspect of it because that's that's the entertainment factor of it, you know, to entertain and, and kind of get these casuals in 
that don't necessarily know about it. But like I said, that that's a tough part about about me is because I just want to be a fighter. I want to be a competitor, yeah. and I and I want to get the accolades. And then you know, hopefully, if I get a, a you know a lot of money at the end of the day with it, I can move on and do something else. You know what's funny, man? I hear Colby a lot bitching how, oh man, I did this, I did, I did this in Brazil. I could have got killed, and I, uh, I, I did this for the company, and I did that. No, dude, you're doing it for yourself. And right. when you disrespect somebody, Jimmy, when you disrespect somebody real, like a real fighter, there's gonna be repercussions. If you know, as a man, I don't want to. No one's disrespecting me. I'll be fucking ten years from now. If somebody disrespecting me, I don't give a fuck. They're gonna get. It's gonna get dealt with. And that's just something that's in you, as a fighter, more so than the average person that sure. would go home and bitch about it to his wife or somebody else. Like, yeah. ah, you know, Jill. You know, this guy was rude to me. He gave me a sh-. no, man. Someone gives you a. Sh- some if you get disrespected and you're cut from a certain cloth, it's just getting dealt with. And these guys gonna have to realize that they might want to sell the show. But there's going to be repercussions and just be prepared to deal with that shit. And don't bitch about it when you're getting the repercussions. Absolutely. I feel the oh. exact same way because it, it's and, and I'm going to be honest. And that's the thing. That was the thing with me and Kobe. He talked yeah. so much to where I, I if I saw the guy, whenever we saw each other, there were going to be some furniture moving around. Like, it, it doesn't matter. Like, I, yeah. we were, something was going to happen. And. And, and, and yes, I feel like this this um, situation now with me and Masvidal, it's 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 fabricated in in a way by his management team. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's getting to the point where if you're going to continue to let your management team do this, then that means you condone what they're doing. Yeah, my manager is not going to do that for me. Absolutely yeah. not. I understand he gets a bad rap. Everyone thinks he you know he's on the Twitter. He's doing it. no, he doesn't. He's not going to do that for me because I have to condone everything that he's saying right and so if he does say that then that's an issue that because now he puts me in a predicament i have to back up all those things that he's saying and so that that's the situation that i feel like it, it's kind of getting to with, with, with myself and master dog because now i don't feel like we could be in the same room yeah and have nothing happen how right. yeah i you know what when i look at it, it it's different than with the whole you know, Covington thing where he says certain things that are unforgivable, like whether it's oh, about yeah. somebody's oh, girlfriend, yeah. a country, whatever it is. He just says stuff that's that makes it a street situation. That, yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. I feel Masvidal, he's a prize fighter, even more so than a martial artist. Yes, he's a he's a he's a well he's an amazing fighter, but he's a fucking prize fighter, man. He wants to feed his kids. He wants to and and if he's he's got somebody slimy in his ear going, look, man. Do this, you're gonna get that much more, and just let us fucking run with this. You're getting paid. Yeah. I think he probably has certain guidelines. Wait, man, don't say nothing about kids. Listen, I, listen. I don't want to just you know throw theories think out for there. Him, yeah. no, but yeah. I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he's trying to make some fucking cash. But you know, hey man, I'd watch the fucking fight. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and I agree with you, man. I don't, I don't necessarily, and like I said, we came into this at the beginning of this, so I have a lot of, I had a lot of respect for him. Because, um, you know, I'm like, this is a guy that just, he, you know, he's a prized fighter. That's a perfect, yes. perfect way to put it. He just, you know, he needs to just fight and get money and that's it. And um, and, and I, I have respect for that because he knew what it was. But then, you know, what, what I, it kind of got to the situation it kind of got to is, you know, when you say that you were a prized fighter and that's what it, 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 it that's what it's about. And then it, it got to the point where then it's like, oh, no. I'm a real fighter. I don't care whether it's for money or it's not for money. I'm fighting in the street if you disrespect me or this and this and that. And that's what it is. 
So it's like, what is it? Are you are yeah. you are you here for the money? Are you here, you know, to compete for the money, or are you just a fighter through and through to where you'll just fight anybody, anytime, any place? And you're saying, oh, my character hasn't changed, and this and that. I guess be honest. Of course, your management team tells you, hey, we not we need to do this up a little bit more so we can get a little bit more money out of this. We need to wear a stupid robe to the fight to get attention so we can potentially get more money out of this. I get it. I, absolutely, I get it. But tell it like it is. You know, don't don't start yeah, saying, oh, right. I haven't changed and this and that. Of course we change. We, like, we're human beings. We're going to change. If you, you're doing something wrong if you don't change at some point in life. Yeah. Well, I, th- well, I think Jimmy's stuck in his ways. But listen, <laughs> uh, come on. I'm sorry, Jimmy. Uh, no, a name I got to throw in there really quick. And uh, I and I, I feel he suffers – the same kind of problem that maybe you suffer from where you're just a real dude, a bad mother jumper and jumper. I got kids downstairs. I, got I understand. But, you know, it, it's Leon Edwards yeah. because I feel that dude should be in like, you know, because people, oh, man, I want a Covington. I want Masvidal. Rightfully so. These guys are badasses. And, but so is Leon Edwards. I mean, you, you bested him a while ago. I yeah. mean, should his name be mentioned with the rest of them? Absolutely. I mean, in running the fight you or what? Absolutely. And I, and I definitely I've given him that props for it. And I, and I and I've said it like, you know, I, I honestly, he deserves the fight more than Masvidal. Yeah. Look at his look at his body of work since he fought myself. He hasn't lost. He's beaten. The, he's beaten top guys. He, he's beaten Cowboy Cerrone. He Gunnar Nelson was ranked and he beat Gunnar Nelson. Yes. Uh, Albert Tumanov was, was a killer back in the day, ranked in the top 15, and he finished him. And and he like he's ran, he hasn't lost since he fought myself. Oh, and then you've got, right. and then you've got, you know, Mastodon. He takes two or three losses in a row, uh, or you know, and and Wonderboy kind of beat him in that embarrassing loss. And then he goes away for a while. Then he comes back, has a good year, and now all of a sudden, everyone's saying he's definitely the guy. Not you to know. mention, not to mention, talk about, and, and again, you don't want to highlight something that's kind of, a, well, is against the law, assault or self-defense, whatever you want to call it. But be, after Darren Till fight, when Leon Edwards, and it's a shame, because I really think, you just, you just, what you just talked about, the run he's been on since he lost to you, it's, it's, it's uncanny. Because he's more of a quiet guy. He's suffering from, he's almost, I'm going to say he's more well-known for eating that three-piece than he is for his body of work to the average fan. Because yeah, you got to understand, yeah. that clip's been shown millions of times promoting his other fights, uh, Masvidal's fights. Masvidal, who became a star, that's part of it. Oh, man, you, you disrespect this guy. Look what he did to him. Hands behind the back. and That's his thing now. Hands behind, I mean, it, 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 it's helped build that, like, just... Create that, um, just showing the world like this image of this guy, like, man, this is a bad motherfucker at Leon Edwards' expense. Yeah. And kind of Leon's, he fell to wayside, man, and he's beating everybody. Yeah. I, I want to see him versus Masvidal. Fuck. Yeah. Me. That's the fight. Let's be honest. That is the fight. That's the Great. fight. Winner gets me. Honestly, that's the fight. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to wait. I got to eat too. So if they want to <laughs> throw one of those guys in before, then absolutely I'm okay with it. It's the same thing in the same situation as um, as Woodley and Covington at one point. Yes, you know, like that that fight's that fight's good now. Like they can make that fight. That's a great fight. You know, I've I've beaten up both guys, but now they can go and make that fight. So now, I've already I, yes, go ahead. I've already be, I've already fought Leon Edwards. 
you know, if, if, you know, I need to make a little bit of money, you know, so if I need to beat up Masvidal next, I, I was hoping I was going to do it in two weeks and then they can still do that fight, him and Leon Edwards. But, you know, we'll see what happens. How, how do you think I, a guy that, uh, the being, you know, you fought both guys, you bested, uh, I know it was a while ago with Leon Edwards, yeah, but you bested that. both guys between him and Tyrone Woodley. How do you think, how do you, how would you have seen that fight going down? Um, I, I, I would get, I know you can't really do MMA math, but after fighting both guys, I am going to give the, I'm going to give the edge to Tyron Woodley because I think as a, because I think, um, as a wrestler, Tyron Woodley can wrestle enough to out wrestle guys that aren't the caliber of wrestler that he, he is. Yeah. And, and the guys like myself and Covington who are willing to just grind. Tyron doesn't like that. Tyron, Ty, first of all, Tyron does very well against Southpaw because he's got that pull counter. He's got that slip off the side, that big overhand right. He hurt Darren Teal with it. He hurt uh, Wonderboy with it. You know, he he hurt uh, Damian Maya with the exact same punch. You know, if you really see that, he's very, very good with that. Leon Edwards is very sharp on his feet. I think it, it, it's, it's going to be okay, but I don't think Leon Edwards pushes the pace hard enough to get Tyron uncomfortable enough to where he can best him in the fight, to where I think um, I think Tyron can hold on for a, a decision, a five-round decision. But um, I, I, I honestly believe Leon Edwards is he's a bad dude. He's, he's gotten a lot better. He's gotten a lot tougher. You know, I still think he falls short if he fights me, but I, I think uh, he's gotten a lot better. Speaking of, uh, you know, Tyron Woodley's skill set, have you heard his latest single. His latest single? No, yeah. I, haven't heard his, I haven't heard music for a while. I, well, I, I haven't heard his latest single. Well, listen, listen. Wait, Matt, did you hear the whole song or was it only a clip of the song? I heard a brief <laughs> clip with you, but I never heard the whole song. It goes something. I don't know all the words. How does it go? I'd love to hear it. Okay, yeah. I've been in quarantine. But I'll tell you, it goes something like this. I'm falling in and out of in and out of love with you. I'm falling in and out of love, in and out of love with you. I'm falling in and out of love, in and out of love with you. Falling in and out of love. I'm falling in and out. Of, I, I can't. Once I start going with it, yeah. I can't stop. Memorize. You I can't memorize. stop. I love it, champ. I love it tomorrow. <laughs> but that's only that's the only chorus. Do you only heard the chorus yes. though? Oh, it's yeah, so that's good. all I've heard. Well, that's I mean, listen, I'm limited. I'm not I'm not the next vanilla rice. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you put you put a little flavor in there that I you saw the little sweet Jimmy, you. you saw that. Uh, you thank saw, you. Listen. I, I actually um I, I want to hear that with the beat and, and just see what he's doing with it. But obviously when you hear that raw, you know, on the internet and just saying those raw chorus, it was kind of like, yeah. but I would love to, I would love to hear the finished product because I, I don't hate, I'm not going to say I hate his music. I think he did one song that I actually kind of, you know, was like, Oh, okay. I think, I mean, you might be, uh, which one do you like, Matt? I don't remember. I think he might be referring to, um, I'll beat your ass. <laughs> I'll beat your ass. I'll beat your ass. I'll beat your ass. I'll beat your ass in real life. I'll beat your ass on TV. I'll, he's like that. Wow. Yeah, right tomorrow. Fucking Kamara Savage. <laughs> Matt really <laughs> likes that song. He's a big Tyron Woodley music fan. Yeah. Wow. A big, what? Maybe he's Did biggest. Did you buy the album? Did you buy Maybe. the album? Would I? 
Yeah, you guys, have, I th- does he have? He has an album out, right? He has I think he, he's got videos. I've seen music videos. Yeah, he's got an album out because he was promoting that album right after I took the belt. So that was kind of like the thing he wanted. He had this big press tour, get set, you know, after he fought me in hopes of retaining the belt and then really pushing the album. And I kind of derailed that a little bit, but I feel. Yeah. I feel because Tyron, we agree, he's a good guy, right? We like Tyron. Sure. Uh, I, I, we love Tyron, but like I, I feel this is me help promoting his rap career or killing it. Either way, we're having. Yeah, no, I think no, I think you definitely help promote it. I think you definitely <laughs> help. It, man, I like no, they're catchy songs. Yep. You yeah. Know? I mean the, the 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 more demographic you can get bumping that song, I think the better. Yep. And trust as someone who works with Matt, I can tell you Matt really likes to sing that song a lot. (laughs) Matt enjoys that song. How's it it go again, Matt? How's it go? Which one you thinking of? The the big hit. Oh, the new one. The new one. Yeah, the new one. How's it going? Well, it's about simple. It starts with, uh, you know, basically you're falling in out of love, and it goes, okay. falling in and out of love, in and out of love with you. I'm falling in and out of love, in and out of love with you. I'm falling in and out of love. Like that. Sure. Okay. I, I go somewhere. When I start yeah. singing this, Jimmy, it I takes go, you somewhere, I, right? Well, watch out. It takes me somewhere. I wish it was took you to a soundproof room. That's where I wish it took you. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Jimmy. Oh, oh, that's uh, great. All, all right. right. Tomorrow. Listen, thanks for spending so much time with us, man. We, we love talking to you and we love having you on. Thank you, guys. Man. I appreciate it. That was a yeah. pleasure. And it was good. Thanks for giving us your take on that, too. Uh, you know, I, I figured that was what happened. And uh, hopefully we'll see you fight again soon, whether it's Masvidal or Covington rematch Woodley, whoever it is. We're just looking forward to seeing you again. All right. And Thank you. Virus or no virus. Hey, listen, we'll be, I'll see you when this thing's over, but I'm giving you a hug, champ, when I see you. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. I got, we got to get back to our old ways. We're going to. It's going to happen. All right, champ. Thanks, man. Tomorrow. Appreciate take care. You. Bye, guys. All right, be well. Yeah. Hey, that was fun. That was fun. Yeah, you got to sing. You got a request. Oh, you actually what? got a song request. More? I'm only kidding. Listen, you don't want to. You got to know what, Jimmy. I know you want more, but I know when to pull back. Absolutely. You know how to make. You leave me wanting more. Right now, they're like, oh, that wins Wednesday show. Well, it's on Wednesday. Silly. But I can't wait till Wednesday show is what they We'll thinking. do more. You know, but, uh, but let me tell you something. Fun with a capital F. What is the rest of your day like? Let me tell you, I'm going to go bike riding. I was going to go to the gym, but it's getting to be a little late. She's not available probably tomorrow. I'll probably eat like a fat pig again tonight and then go to the gym uh, tomorrow. By the time we speak again, buddy, we should have a full uh, 249. Let's see. Ferguson versus Gaethje to headline, headline sorry, 249. Oh, oh wait. They, is, they just, uh, hey, listen, there's no, did you read the latest news or no? That's what I'm, le- I'm reading right now. Oh, I'm the fight sorry. is assigned. Dana says this. The fight is signed and is 100% on live on ESPN somewhere on earth. Ferguson versus Gaethje live. Um, I, look, I'm, I'm disappointed. Uh, if Habib can't leave, I get it. You can't leave. But if he's just going, forget it, I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm disappointed. I, although I would understand why. But, you know, this will be a great fight. Ferguson, Gaethje's a fucking animal. I, I'm really looking forward to this fight, too. And, and good for official. Ferguson. It's official, good for Ferguson. Yep, it is official. Well, I mean, listen, of course I wanted to see, you know, Habib and Tony fight, but 
If there has to be a replacement, fucking. And I, we love Gaethje, man. We do. We love Ferguson. We love Gaethje. And that's a bar burner. Let them make some cash. And I'm looking forward to it, Jimmy. That might even be a better fight than Ferguson uh, Habib. Just the, the idea of Ferguson Habib is because of who they are and Habib's the champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah. Because he's undefeated. But yeah. Ferguson Gaethje might be a better physical fight to watch. Um, I, I agree with that. Uh, style yeah. wise, it's going to be more dynamic because yeah. wow, like Gaethje has Gaethje's just a, a war. They're both going They're forward. Both animals. They both have amazing gas tanks. Yeah. So it's literally going to be who can inflict the most damage and put each other's lights out. Nobody's got a button that's going to get pushed to be like, all right, I'm done. I'm going right. to stop. Nobody's got quitting them. So you got yeah. two pit bulls going at each other. They're not stopping. And everybody was wondering what's going to happen to Justin Gaethje because nobody wants any part of him. I'll be honest. What I would love to see happen is I would love to see – now, I'm not saying they're going to make this an interim belt. I don't think they are. But I'm telling you, I, I want to see Gaethje Connor. I think that's a great fight. And if Gaethje has a belt, Connor has to fight him. I don't think Connor wants any part of Gaethje uh, because Gaethje is not the name that – Non-UFC fans know as much as they know Nate Diaz or they know who uh, Habib is because he's the champion. So I think Gaethje, if he's the champion, then Conor has to fight him. That I really want to see. That's the fight I want to see. Well, listen, man. I just keep thinking about Camaro. Bet your bottom dollar, Jimmy, that Camaro. Anyway, listen to me. Jimmy. Some of them are afraid for technical difficulties. Thank All right, you. listen, buddy. Have fun with your family bike riding. Thank you, Jimmy. We will go bike riding. And on, uh, I've been watching, besides a lot of UFC Fight Pass, which they show the show on, uh, plug, plug. I've been watching um, Matt Dana White looking for a fight available on YouTube. Sure. But yes, you yeah. know, people say that. And I want to say, really, I've been watching Lock and Key on Netflix with my wife. It's interesting, Jimmy. It's I, I'm pretty sure somebody told me it's Stephen King's son who's done it. It's a series oh, based okay. on his and it's a it's a family that uh, I don't want to give too much away, but they move into some house. It's it's a fun show, Jimmy. I'm gonna give more review next time because I just got into it. But I just want to say that's something I'm delving into, and it's okay. fun. It's fun. It's a little it's a little creepy. Okay. okay. And uh, what else do you want? We'll get out of here, Jimmy. I'm gonna We're miss done. you. Yes, buddy. All right. All right, Jimmy. I'm going to go bike riding with the fam. I will talk to you in a couple of days, buddy. Have fun. And thank you, uh, Uriah Hall, Kamara Usman, both great friends of the show. And uh, talk to you soon, pal.